Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay. I, I want to talk to you today about success, but I want to talk to you about it like I usually do in terms of a principle of it. But I want to share something with you about it. And I was talking to my daughter about it. I've talked about my son-in-law about it. I've talked about it with all my children. And I'm really starting to express it to them now because I'm talking to a wide range of people constantly. But I want to share something with you. If you have any aspiration of being successful, I want you to realize starting right now the effort that is going to require. And that's why I think it stops a lot of people. I think a lot of people are never told or don't understand the sheer effort that's that it takes to become successful at anything in any area of your life. If you think that doing your best is enough, that I got news for you, it's not. Well, Steve, what if you've done your best though? And your best ain't good enough. Well, let me ask you that same question. Hold on. If you want to be successful and you've done your best and best isn't good enough, what, you through? That's it? But Steve, it was my best. No, 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 no. It was the best you had at that time and that particular day. But tomorrow, add something to it. You've you've never done everything. There is no you can't go no more. You can't add no more. I've seen marathon runners 
end up crawling across the line. I've seen triathlon people, man, just staggering in the street and didn't want nobody to help them because they knew that would disqualify them from the race. You got more. Have you ever dipped into your reserve tank? That's what we're talking about now. See, all of us have a reserve tank. You know, I, you know, on my ranch, uh, I like to ride four-wheelers. I have all-terrain vehicles. And all of them have a gas tank on it. And a gas tank in most of mine, let me see all of them. Yeah, all of them have gas tank needles on them. And it lets me know when I get down towards E, there's a little lane that's red that lets me know, okay, Steve, you're in the danger zone now. You're riding into the lowest part of your tank. But if I keep riding and I forget to get some gas in there, guess what? When it runs out of gas, all of my all-terrain vehicles, all of them, Honda, Polaris, all of them, those are the makers, there's a button on the gas tank itself that I can click and it says reserve. That means they know that for the hardcore riders, they're going to ride somewhere and they're going to get themselves in a situation and they're going to run out of everything. They're going to run out of road. They're going to run out of gas. They've prepared because they know for the hardcore rider, every hardcore rider needs a reserve tank. And so there's a button that you can click on the gas tank that clicks it into a reserve and it'll give you about 50 miles or 20 miles worth of gas in there. Now, guess what? In that reserve, that may be all you need to get you to where you're going or get you back to safety so you can refuel. Don't tell me you've done your best. When your best don't cut it, what you going to do? See, when best is possible, then good enough ain't enough. See, that's good enough. But if the best is possible, why would you not shoot for that? And you you are all capable of making it. But you've got to change your mindset and realize the effort that has to be put forth in becoming successful. You've got to do it relentlessly over and over and over and over. And every day I try to do something to progress my life for the better. I try to do something every day. I wake up every day with a plan, some phone calls, some meetings, some 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 interviews, something, man, that's going to advance and move the brand forward. Because here's what's going to happen, you all. Let's say you reach your goal. Let's say your goal is to make um, $100,000. Well, I got news for you. Listen to this. When you make the $100,000, you can't go nowhere and go on vacation and put your hand behind your head and say, I made $100,000. Guess what you got to do? You got to find a way now to maintain that 100000 to keep it coming in. So you can't just get there and stop and rest and, whoa, it is harder to maintain your success than it is to get successful. See, let's say, let me, let me show you this. Suppose it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make $50,000. Let's say it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make an extra $50,000. And you finally, through work and effort, you get to the $50,000 mark. That's, 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 it's only just begun now. Because guess what? In order to keep the 50 coming in, you got to duplicate what you did to get there. 
And then, uh-oh, here's what you're going to have the audacity, being a human being, you're going to want another 50 because you're a human being because you got to have something else to shoot for. Now you're going to want another 50. Well, now that guess what you got to do now. Now you got to do what you did before, for, plus you got to come up with something else. Then after that, you're going to have the audacity because you're humans. You're going to want another 50. So that's how this works. And see, that, that's, the, that, that, that's the importance of your relationship with God because you're going to constantly need it. And ain't never a point where you're going to be through needing it. But there ain't going to become a point in your life where you're going to through, through, be through wanting nothing unless you done just gave up. And if you done gave up, who wants that? Come on, y'all. This is going to take quite a bit of effort. And if you think it'll come to you any other way, you're sadly mistaken. Because of all the successful people I know, I know that the effort they put out on a daily basis is daunting. And I think that the average person just doesn't understand the requirement of time and effort that it takes to get there and willingness to put it out. You got to cut a lot of monkey business out your life. All that hanging out, all that late and all that clubbing, all that drinking, all that, you got to cut a whole lot of monkey business out to be successful, man. If you're planning on being successful, get up early, stay up late, work, try, think, meet, greet, smile, attract. It takes a lot. Let's go. But you can do it. God is passing out blessings all day long. Why are you not in line for yours? I'm telling you right now, I want everything God got for me. Because what he's shown me so far, whoo, if he got some more, man, oh, man, how good is God, huh? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? Hear ye, hear ye. I am the judge, the jury. I am both lawyers. I am the prosecutor and the defendant. That's court right there. In other words, this morning I will pretend to be the president. Oh. We, 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 please do. That well, ain't that what he doing? Day. Please do. He pretending. He's not even pretending. He, he everybody. Yeah. 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 He don't turn in subpoenas, tax reports. He don't come to court. He don't let you testify. He's a king and a dictator. Yeah. They have a trial. They ain't got to show no evidence, no interviews. It's amazing. He get his boy off, reduce it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just do it. I saw the off. best meme yesterday that said, President Day has been canceled till we get one. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Cute. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Is what it is, though. Till we vote, baby. That's, I saw that's one of the uh, Beverly, uh, um, a meme yeah. from the uh, Beverly Hillbillies. It said, "F it, I'm gonna run since anybody can be president." Mm. <laughs> 2020, I'm running. I'm anybody can be president. Well, your name in the hand. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. yeah. They've asked me to run, but I've told them why I can't. So. Ain't no need of me getting in. No, no, no. All that's gone now. You can. You right. can. You can run. Yeah. Oh, if, no, no, If no, he no. can be president, surely oh. you can. Anybody. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> oh. You don't think so? Why you say absolutely you not? Dog, when they run my background check. Your background ain't that bad, dog. You're, but wait Come a minute. On, You're Steve. president. You could cancel all that. 
And you ain't had four, five bankruptcies. Hold it, wait, 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 What that got to do with it? Whoa, 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 whoa. Nothing when you black. Well, oh, 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 there's oh, oh. that. Filter that then, in. Then there's that. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Filter that in and you yeah. understand why I can't run. Yeah, Obama oh, yeah. could never yeah, get the, away The rules don't apply. Oh, no, yeah, if Obama yeah. had done Obama. any of this, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Right. Oh, wait a minute. Right. Hold up. A porno star, 130000 oh, Wait, hold right. up. Had a Playboy bunny in Michelle's house? Yeah. What? Oh. And still been president? Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Ain't showed his tax returns. What? Right. Mm-hmm. right. No. Right. No. Right. Right. True that. True that. True that. Tweeting. His entire cabinet. Meddling lot. into everything. Yeah. All, all his boys country. in prison. Half your boys in jail. <laughs> in prison. Yes. Foreign countries meddled in the yeah. election, and you talked to another foreign country, withheld aid from that. Co- you yeah. know, President Obama would have been gone. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, mm, no, mm, mm. that's sad. Yeah, well, yeah, we got to vote, like Tommy said. Vote, got to vote. Well, yeah, we got to vote like our lives depend on it, and they. I'm do. still, I'm still waiting to see the combination of Sherry. All right. Well, um, listen, uh, we'll switch gears here. And coming up at uh, 32 minutes after the hour, a woman catches her best friend's hubby with a pregnant woman. Huh? Okay, uh, Steve, we want we want to hear from you on this right after this. I'll give you the story right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Finding out a secret about someone's spouse is always a tricky situation. And one woman is now wondering whether or not she should tell her best friend the scandalous thing she just discovered about her husband. Now, Steve, this woman is from New York City. She sent us this story from the Internet, and she is asking for a friend. Ha, 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 quote, quote, you know, those air quotes. Air quotes. Uh, she's asking for a friend who might be in a similar situation. A woman was recently at a prenatal doctor's appointment when she saw her best friend's husband there with a very pregnant woman. She notes, uh-huh, by their actions, they were definitely a couple, okay? Uh, she adds, I was shocked when I saw him and I regret not speaking to him now and wonders uh, whether she should tell her best friend what she saw. Now, I I know I already know what you're going to say, but what do you think this woman should do? Or uh, have you ever caught a friend's spouse in a compromising situation? Yeah, hell yeah. But see, here's here's what probably happened. This is probably what happened. Not just, yeah. yeah. Uh This is all this is. He took his cousin to the doctor because she needed a ride. Oh, oh, she and, was his cousin. Yeah, oh. yeah, mm. yeah. Oh. Did you hear the part when I said they, by their actions, they were definitely a couple? You mm. can hold your cousin's hand and pat it and be supportive. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, and listen for the baby to with kick. with your cousin? Uh-huh. Well, you got it. You know, <laughs> he kicking. Oh, let me hear it. Put your head on the stomach. That's probably all that was right oh, there. Of your cousin. <laughs> you going to need yeah. a better lie, dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or he can just go and just kill himself right now. There were options he got. You, you got you got to sell this cousin story. Or you got to go on and start killing yourself. Because mm-hmm. this right oh my here. my goodness, Steve. Or scrape up some money and give it to this best friend so she can be quiet. Stop. Oh, hush money. The payoff. Yeah, oh. hush money. Okay. Mm. You get her about mm. 50000 in her hand real quick. Okay. 
That's a lot. Fifty thousand. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Don't ever say nothing. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Oh, so you mean pay her for the rest of her life? Her life. As quiet as a church mouse. Oh man. So should she tell her friend though? I ain't in there. No, I'm not telling your friend for what. Because the woman was pregnant. Uh, you saw her husband mm-hmm. at the doctor's office with another woman. Yeah. Well, so y'all ladies, what would y'all do? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know, I'm a business. You, uh-uh. you know, I'm a not my business. Nope. You gonna tell it, Carl? FaceTime at the doctor's office. Uh-huh. God, dog. girl. God, dog. Uh-uh. It's not my business. <laughs> as soon as I see you on your phone, I'm snatching your damn phone, running out. Because <laughs> you already know, for what? You ain't gonna be calling nobody, right? Not right now, you not. If I, if I see Carla at a doctor's office, <laughs> pull my phone out. Tell it. I just pull a gun out and rob the place. <laughs> That's what I was doing in here. Now, now you're carrying. No, seriously, that's what I was doing in here. You're a criminal now. Everybody on the floor. Yeah, that's what I do. What I before I before I let you carry this back to the house, I just robbed the place. It's not your business. No, Shirley, you wouldn't say anything to your friend. This is her friend. I couldn't do it. I didn't seen it go bad every time. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. It's not your business. Business. You don't know. Her you best just don't. friend? You don't know. Nah, yeah, that's tell right. My bestie. I yeah. Tell. I don't. I don't see what telling is going to accomplish though. Yeah. Because here's the deal. Here's the truth of the matter. In all seriousness, okay. You can't hide a baby. No, uh-uh. you can't. Uh-uh. Right. This. Right. This. No, you, can't. you can't hide the other family. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. This here. This here comes to light. Yeah. And it's not necessarily, I feel, your job to bring it to light. In due time, everything right. will come out. But now let's just suppose, let's yeah. take this scenario. You go to her and you mm-hmm. tell her it turns out it's nothing. And now you bought this mm-hmm. to me to try to mess me up, tell exactly. me something about my husband. Exactly. You Tommy messy, was right. girl. You that messy. That will backfire on you. That It'll always backfire. If, if it's my best friend, that relationship that I have with my best friend, friend yeah. no. that's like a sister to me yeah, uh-uh. no nah, i don't think friend? i don't think our relationship okay let me ask y'all about no 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 let me, let me just you say oh, this okay. your your Go your ahead. responsibility as her best friend is support her when she finds out because she's going to find out you're supposed to be there for her when she finds out that shoulder to cry on okay I, and i'm gonna be there out. and let yeah, me ask you I another just... question here's a question for everybody tommy i'm gonna start mm-hmm. with you have you ever had a best friend that ain't your best friend no more? Yep. Carla, yes, have you ever had a best friend that ain't your best friend no more? No. My best friend. Shirley, have you ever had a best friend that ain't your best friend no yes. more? Yes. Yes. I have had a best friend that ain't my best friend no more. You you've had a you've had a wonderful life, Carl. Congratulations. You have had a wonderful ass. Oh, because I still have my best friend. <laughs> well, oh, okay. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm just talking about in your life. Have you ever had a best friend? I'm talking about throughout the duration. I'm not talking about your girl toy because you and your girl toy is your best friend. Yeah. But yeah. It, before that, in college, you ain't have a best friend growing up because in college I had a best friend. Mm-hmm. She was my. She's been my best friend since we were. 
13 years old. But our right. moms were best friends. Right. So mm-hmm. we kind of, okay. you know what I mean? We okay, grew hold up on, together. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you okay. another question. Have you ever had another really good friend other than her and y'all ain't friends no more? Absolutely. Here we go. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. Ding, <laughs> yes. ding, 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 Let's get in right there. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. shit. Because I understand where you come from. See, you may not have yeah. lost your very best friend, mm-hmm. but all yeah. of us that have lived in this world long enough has lost what we thought was a ride or die. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, good combo. We got to come back, though, with the nephew (laughs) and uh, run that prank back. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anna standing by with today's national news. And in trending entertainment news, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What do you have for us, Nev? Freedom papers. What? Wait a minute. Freedom papers. You just gonna do it, yeah. gonna do it in February? This That's is where Black History Month. That, that best time to run freedom papers. Freedom papers. No, it's not. <laughs> this is the absolute yeah, worst time. When we run up on y'all, you need to have your papers, okay? <laughs> where do you get these papers? Anyway? When I see you, you need to have your freedom papers, okay? You're gonna be, don't be caught without them. Let's go. Freedom papers. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Domingo. Yeah, this is him speaking. Hi, Domingo. I'm, my name is Scott. I'm calling from FPI. Wanted to give you a call about actually uh, using our services if I, I, I think you'll actually like it. The FPI would definitely like to get you on board. FPI? What, what is this? Uh, FPI is Freedom Papers Incorporated. Freedom Papers Incorporated. What we do is we actually make sure you get Freedom Papers. Uh, you can purchase them from us. And what I can do is I can get you Freedom Papers for you and every individual at your home for roughly 800 bucks or under. What, what, what are Freedom Freedom Papers? Well, actually, what this is, you, I mean, are you, are you familiar with, the, like, um, Say if you are uh, an alien uh, from another country and you need a you need a, a green card to be here, are you familiar with that? Yeah. Okay. So what what goes on with Freedom Papers Incorporated is when you sign and get Freedom Papers from us, what it does is it, uh, people who are African American, our papers let them know that you are actually a free person in this country. Oh, oh, oh! I've been free. I'm sorry. Ain't no slavery going on. What are you talking about? Freedom. Well, I'm free. Well, you 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 may be, but you have to actually show paperwork for that. When they when did they start it, sir? This is all over the news. You have to have freedom papers within the next six months. Every African American person is going to have to have freedom papers and and have them on on the you know. Uh, it's, it's like keeping a driver's license or a checkbook or something. You're going to have to have your freedom papers on you. Oh, that's some that's some that, that's some. I'm free. I'm not about to pay no money when I'm already free. Okay, but you're gonna, but sir, you're gonna need paperwork to show your freedom. And you don't? Do you have any freedom papers at this point right now? No, because I don't need freedom. I'm free, sir. I don't think you quite understand. Do you understand that you could possibly, if you're caught without your freedom papers, you could be taken into captive and actually have to work for so many years in order, and, and then later on you might get your freedom. But right now, right here, if you buy freedom papers from me, I can I can fix it where you don't go through that. You can actually get separated from your family, sir. 
I'm not going by. Where are they going to send me to? Where are they going to deport me to Africa? I ain't never been there. No, no, you're not going to Africa. You could be actually here in the United States working on a on a particular farm of, of, of with a lot of people who don't have their papers. If you haven't gotten this news, I do apologize. But within the next six months, you're going to need freedom papers. Who the, who the are you anyway? Sir, like I said before, I'm Scott with FBI. I ain't heard no about no FPI, FBI. No, no, it's, it's FBI. Sir, it's FPI. It's Freedom Papers Incorporated. I don't give, I don't give what it is. I'm not about to pay no, no money to be free. Sir, you have to have paperwork on you to show that you are a free citizen of the United States. Hold, hold, hold up. How do you get my number anyway? Sir, we have a list of numbers of people that we don't think have their freedom papers, and your name actually popped up here in our database. So you you're, you're not... Name pop up on okay, sir. I'm trying to... How to Get my number. Sir, we have a database here of people who we don't so think have their freedom papers. Your name is actually here. After talking to you, it seems like you don't have your freedom papers. And we want to make sure you get them. We're letting you know it's $200 per person to get these actual papers. So you telling me you got a database and you just calling black people all around the country? We're, no, sir. What we're doing is we're calling African Americans and letting them letting them know that they can actually uh, buy freedom papers from us, so they don't have to be if they if they if, if they ever get captured, then what can happen is is that they can show their papers and not have to deal with the problems that ain't come. Ain't nobody gonna buy that. We already free. You gonna have a whole bunch of runaway because we ain't paying. I'm not paying. They might, but I'm not paying. Sir, you're going to have to have your freedom papers on you at all times. That's going to be the law within the next six months. So what I'm trying to Man, do is actually sell you freedom papers so you'll understand that you, you have everything that you need. You have your driver's license. You have your freedom papers and, and whatever else that you carry on you. You have you must be out your mind. Call me on my phone this Sunday. What's wrong with you? Freedom papers. My I ain't getting who Who are you? I'm, I'm I'm Scott, sir. I'm an associate here at FPI. I ain't heard about that FPI. You just want a check from me? Think I'm about to send you some damn money? Y'all can kiss my. Sir, sir, I understand you, but what you gotta understand is within the next six months, you're gonna need these papers. Well, they gonna have to catch my. I ain't paying. Okay, sir. Don't you don't you want to be free? I am free. Everybody's free. We got a black president. He's gonna have to get freedom papers. I buy from you. Kiss my. Sir, you're going to have to pay for these papers one way or the other, okay? I'm trying to – I gave you a call. I tried to be nice to you. I'm letting you know now you're going to have to pay for your freedom. I'm not paying for – Sir, everyone will be captured if they do not have freedom papers. You. Tell you right now, come catch me. Sir, sir, you're going to get captured when you least expect it, sir. You're going to get captured when you least expect it. I'm going to be your Kunta Kente. Y'all don't have to catch me, but I ain't paying. I didn't look this up on the computer right now. I can't find a scam trying to get my money in. Are you on the computer? Yeah, I googled this. Okay, can I tell you one more thing? Can I can I get you to Google something else? What is it? Put in put in N E P H E W. All right. T O M M Y. All right, what's on nephew Tommy? <laughs> This is Nephew Tommy, man, for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Marissa, got me to prank phone call you. Man, y'all no, had me. I'm about to say, is free already. I'll be. You about to get the. I don't play that.
long as you all right, man. I got, I got to ask you one more thing, though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the lane? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with Nephew Thomas. <laughs> you a fool. Freedom Papers. Hmm? Okay. Anybody? No. Y'all got y'all papers? No. I'm Steve Shirley Carter. You need your papers. You got your papers? I hope somebody asks me for one when ain't nobody looking. (laughs) I know. And I I hope they ask me for it when when ain't nobody looking. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to do something to them. You're going straight to the throat, huh? Go for the juggler. I want somebody. (laughs) Hey, March 7th, the nephew is in Dothan, Alabama. March 7th, Dothan, Alabama. And then March 14th, Montgomery, Alabama. I'm on my way to the Bamas. The Gump is on the way. Nephew Tommy, coming soon. March 7th, Dothan. March 14th, Montgomery. Here I come. <laughs> you better drive listen to GPS. GPS. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mississippi is in a state of emergency after historic levels of flooding damaged homes near Jackson. Uh, Weather officials expect the Pearl River to crest at its highest point in over 35 years. Officials are warning Mississippi residents to use extreme caution and to please remember that calm-looking waters could mask fast-moving undercurrents, so please be safe. Wow. Come on, y'all. Be careful out there. Yeah, please. Don't take no unnecessary Mm -hmm. chances. So listen to everybody that's our people in Mississippi. If they are telling you to evacuate, we don't have to tell you twice. Get on Mm -hmm. out. Don't take no chances. Whatever you're talking about you got to do, it can wait. Yep. Got to listen to the authorities. In other trending news, uh, the NBA All-Star Weekend was an extended tribute to Kobe Bryant. Uh, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver announced, that's a big, tall, ball-headed guy, right? With the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I have a picture of him in my mind. Announced that uh, the MVP award is permanently renamed in Kobe's honor, and the teams were either the number two in honor of Gianna or the number 24 uh, for Kobe for the game. Meanwhile, Kobe's public memorial is set for next Monday, and it promises to be attended by thousands and thousands of people in L.A. The Staples Center only holds 20,000 people. Most of the tickets will go to friends, family, NBA officials, and others, and that only leaves a limited number of tickets for the fans. They have to register to receive a code today to be able to purchase the tickets on Wednesday. Since almost 100,000 people have already registered, uh, they'll be randomly selected to participate in the sale. The tickets are going for three different prices, uh, either $224 each, two for $224, and uh, $2402 each, with proceeds going to the Mamba and the Mamacita Sports Foundation. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And Shaka Her tribute. Mm-hmm. Hey, how did Shaka, Shaka Khan do? I've been seeing stuff on social media. What, what, what's that about? Let's just say she well, did she... her own rendition, her own version. All right, now. It was different. Yeah, yeah. National anthem. Na- national anthem. That's Shaka. We just going to leave it at Shaka. Yeah. We got that on tape. Can we hear it? Can we hear it? I got it right here, Tommy. Whoa, Say. Say. Can you see? Pretty darn close, Steve. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> As you. The dawn's early 
I want to hear it now. <laughs> She's still one of my favorite singers of all time. All, all, all times, baby. Time. The bombs burst. I hate him. I hate him. They bursted. They busted. They blowed up in the air. Sing, Shaka. Sing, girl. Bring it home, Shaka. <laughs> For the land, for the land, for the land, for the land, for the land. This big old land, all this land. We love us some Shaka Khan, okay? And the girl can't sing. She changed the melody. She changed the melody. All over this land. The ones that the Indians had at first. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. you. Jennifer Hudson did her thing, too. She really, really brought the she house down. She was stunning. Yeah. Y'all normally let us hear songs. Can we and hear Jennifer? the Rockets. <laughs> Can we hear Shaka? The black oh, people probably built the Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Not a black history moment. Yeah, black history. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp, I'm so Thank sorry. Thank you, please. <laughs> Okay, I gotta get serious behind that one. All right, this is Antrip with the news. More than 300 American cruise ship passengers quarantined for nearly two weeks in Japan due to that coronavirus. They're back in the U.S. They're mostly very, very happy, but most are also back in quarantine, this time at military bases in California and Texas. 13 of the former passengers have tested positive for corona, which is now called COVID-19, and are being treated in Nebraska. The World Health Organization now reports there are close to 71,000 cases of the virus. A National Association of Federal Judges has called for an emergency meeting today to address what they say are the growing concerns about the intervention of U.S. Department officials, in particular A.G. William Barr and President Trump, in politically sensitive cases. The U.S. Justice Department has finally closed its criminal investigation, by the way, into the ex-director of the FBI, Andrew McCabe. No charges being brought without any evidence to back him up, though. President Trump claimed that McCabe and his former boss, uh, ex-FBI Director James Comey, tried to undermine him politically by investigating Russia's meddling in the 2016 election. Again, he had no evidence to back that up. Former U.S. Attorney Jeff Sessions fired McCabe only hours before he would have been able to retire with full benefits. And McCabe is suing the Justice Department over his, his uh, fire which he says was politically motivated. In Mississippi, hundreds of people who evacuated their homes in the storm-ravaged area around Jackson being warned not to go back home just yet. As predicted, Governor Tate Reeves says the Pearl River crested yesterday, causing dangerous flood conditions. As it is receding, it is going to be fast-flowing water, and just like was the case over the weekend, we strongly discourage anyone from getting in or trying to drive through the water. Nonstop rain in central Mississippi and southern Tennessee has left many as a thousand, as many as a thousand homes uh, really waterlogged. Whole neighborhoods actually are underwater in that area, so it's pretty bad. Nevada's Democratic Party uh, so far, early voting says in advance of this Saturday's caucuses has been really heavy. Some voting sites were closed yesterday due to the President's Day holiday, but they all open up again today. This is the final day, by the way, of Nevada's early voting period. Again, their caucuses are going to be on Saturday. Speaking of the election and stuff like that, former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg has qualified to be on the Democratic presidential debate stage. That's right, in Las Vegas tomorrow night, he has met the qualifications. At the box office over the weekend, uh, this long weekend, Sonic the Hedgehog set a record over the weekend for a film based on a video game. I'm Sonic, a little ball of super energy 
in an extremely handsome package. Sonic made $57 million. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, American Idol is back. And Lionel Richie, of course, one of the judges, he isn't afraid to speak his mind. In a clip from the season premiere of American Idol, uh, Lionel caught a young contestant and uh, fellow judges Katy Perry and Luke Bryan off guard after expressing a bold opinion. And he just basically kept it 100. Take a listen when Lionel told the contestant, um, we, we have a problem. Check it out. We have a big problem, honestly, okay. because... I don't like it. Ooh. Lionel Richie. No, I gotta be honest. Really? I gotta be honest with you. I don't like you. And for some weird reason, it's not sitting well with me. I don't like your attitude. And I don't really think you're gonna make it in Hollywood. Now, how do you feel right now? I feel hurt. Good, because that's exactly what I want you to feel like. Because I want you to understand what it feels like when people don't adore you. Wow. Okay, Lionel. Okay. That's okay. I ain't never heard Lionel like that. Uh, no. Hell, my mama that's, told that's me Lionel. that. Huh? Hell, my mama told me that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Lionel Richie. I done heard that from my aunt, uncle, my father. <laughs> Hell, he just not hearing it from Lionel Richie. Welcome to the club. Yeah, pull your punk ass together and deal with it. I don't like mm-hmm. it. My mama told me I don't like it. Excuse me? You're supposed to love me. I do love you. I don't like you. Like you. That's completely different. Damn, Lionel. That's a long way from dancing on the ceiling, though. He said he didn't like his attitude. Okay, you know, he he probably wanted everybody to adore him. You know, Tommy, you know what he's talking about. (laughs) 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 You know how you want everybody to adore you. You know how that is. Yeah. Yeah, Ever since you was a baby, you don't want everybody to adore you because your ass. I don't adore you. Because he's little, that's why he wants people yeah. to I'm not little, just stay out of this. Surely, it. ain't nobody said nothing about no little now. <laughs> we have to run that tape back, Zip sir. Pop team. I know I heard it. <laughs> I thought I heard it. I know what I heard. I ain't said a damn know, thing right? about you. Yes, being you little. did. Yes, you did. <laughs> no, I said mm. back when you was younger. Uh uh-uh, uh, you said and then you oh, said little. little. No, you said you want people to adore you because you're little and everything. You said it. Yeah. Well, no matter what, I'm adorable. So now let's keep See, it. See right there, Shirley. So now where we at? What I tell you? What? He said no matter what, I'm adorable. How is you 50 and adorable? <laughs> Who ever heard of a 52-year-old adorable person? What the hell? Old ass is adorable. Damn near out of here. Live the half a century. You damn near out of here. I'm not out of here. Come <laughs> here. Lifetime left. Yeah, he got a here. whole lifetime. He lived most of it already, though. He ain't finna be no 108. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, ask Steve your favorite segment, sir. Clock ticket, right pimp. after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for a quick round, Steve. This is going to be a quick round of Ask Steve, your favorite segment. Uh, please keep your answers short, sir. Uh, what does the USA do better than anyone else? Television. Television? Yeah. Really? Oh, no. The US, now, United States that? makes better television than anybody in the world. They make, make better television. They make better movies. It's the entertainment capital of the world. It's Hollywood. Nobody does it better than Hollywood. Nobody. Well, what do Nobody. they do that's so much better? Well, they have this stuff else. called dust. 
we're the only country that goes to milk, buys <laughs> formats from other countries, yes. brings them to Hollywood, changes the name of the format, puts that Hollywood dust on it, bells That's and whistles hit. on it, repolish it, and then sell it back to the same people we got it from. Mm. And mm. then we sell it around the world. Nobody does that but the United States. They're the best in the business at it. That's the only thing they do better that no. I know of. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, Carla. I mean, they allow for opportunities too. I think mm-hmm. that other countries don't have, but yeah, those are the things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Go good ahead, answer. Carla. All right, Steve, what are you still doing that you're supposed to be too old to do, or you're too old for doing cussing it people right out? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that you're too tough. old to be cussing oh, people out? And, and, and you know what, Shirley, I know I am. <laughs> and I'm so you know you, know, you, you <laughs> should do better. No, you know I, you should do better. I, I, I know good and well, man. I'm supposed to let a lot of this stuff go. I already know that. Mm-hmm. I already mm-hmm. know that. Just yesterday, I was in Beverly Hills coming out of a store called Baluti. Uh-huh. This lady outside waiting on me with an iPhone camera. Mm-hmm. She a paparazzi. It wasn't no camera, nothing. I saw her outside, but I ain't paying no attention. So, Steve, how's Lori these days? I said, what? <gasps> How's Lori oh, no. these days? I said, Lori, oh, yeah. fine. Well, mm-hmm. how did she survive the attack and all this? I said, I love Lori. I love my daughter, Lori. That's all you need to know. Well, how did she survive that? Because she got a great father. Oh. And got on in the damn car. See, I, ain't, window I, up. I ain't good for that right yeah. there. Yeah. So now that's what I do. I'm still cussing folks out. I didn't cuss her out, but when I roll that window up, do I let her have it? Yeah. But you know what? Well, I would folks think you would come, you would come get... to you with about your kids, though. I'm sorry. I don't care. Hey, I don't care what my kids hey. do. I'm with them. Right. Right. And till the wheels think... fall off. Now, yeah. whatever. That has nothing to do with you being too old or anything. It's just you're her dad. You're her protector. And you know that's, that's what just you have one to say. example. I, you yeah. get cussed out by a number of things here, don't yeah. you? But the things. children, yeah, the <laughs> children is guaranteed getting you cussed out. Oh, uh, for yeah. real? I think I being older emboldens you to do certain things. Right now, my wife gonna Period. get you. The wife gonna get you slapped. That that's a, <laughs> children get you cussed out. The wife <laughs> get you slapped. Now you might be too old okay. to do that. Fight. Well, okay, just, okay. Well, that's on the list too. But you only asked me for one thing. <laughs> I did right. ask you one thing. Next question. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> okay, I'm scared to ask you something. Don't uh, scared. Uh, let me think. I thought about this a while. Okay, here you go, here you go. If you was a porn star with a kid, <laughs> how would you describe your line of work to your child? Well, son, <laughs> sit down. Here we go. <laughs> your daddy oh, what is, is uh, in the blessing business. And what I do is uh, I bless people that want to be blessed. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I don't even got to know them, son. It's my job to bless them so that I'm able to bless you and your brothers and sisters so y'all can have groceries. I'm in the blessing business. And when I'm working, <laughs> matter of fact, that's my name, Blessed. I was just going to say, so what's your job title, Daddy? <laughs> the blesser. <laughs> yeah. Stage very blessed. So, Next right, question. Uh, what do you do uh, on uh, Take Your Kid to Work? Today? Yeah. <laughs> well, career day. Question, hurry. 
Well, that's when I walk in and all the teachers look a little surprised. <laughs> and they know you. Yeah, half they of them know me. When I come in in that bathrobe, it pretty much says what's about to happen. <laughs> all right. We're moving on. Coming up next, the nephew. Got a black today's... cloth robe for show and tell. Today's prank phone call with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, when being backwards and bougie collide. Uh, right now, Yeah, Mm-mm. being backwards and bougie collide. But right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nav? Lashing out, Shirley. Lashing <laughs> out. Lashing out. Okay. Okay, here we go. Hey, it's lashing out. How can we lash you out? I'm trying to reach Bianca. This is Bianca. Hey, listen, my name is Brian. My um, my wife Jamie come up Hi. there and get her eyelashes done. Is uh, who the, who's the owner of this place? I I am Brian. What's going on? Okay. What's going on? You be you're Bianca. You the one that owned the place? I'm Bianca. I'm the owner. We opened about a year and a half ago. Proud, happy, black-owned, women-owned, women-owned establishment. What can I do for you? What okay, kind of here's the deal. I'm sick and tired of my wife coming up there, and then when she get back home, she got these thick-ass eyelashes on, and they long as hell. You know, I mean, it's they, these eyelashes thicker than somebody's mustache. This is a damn shame, you know? Now, I didn't tell okay, her to take Brian, these. Brian, hold what? up. Hold, hold up, Brian. Now, I... I may or may not be the person doing it, but whoever, I'm pretty sure probably that sounds familiar, but whoever, we have a lot of customers, but whoever comes in here, they pick their lashes. We, we you know, we collaborate, but the girls are saying what they want done. They pick it. So if they're thick, they're thick because they want them thick. Okay, you know? well, these are too, they too thick and then, and they too long. Your, your eyelashes ain't supposed to be sticking away out past your nose. That's a damn shame. Uh, but let me let me tell you what I'm getting at, though. Here's 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 my reason for calling. If my wife come home one more time, say what? Brian, can you simmer down? Because I mean, I'm running a business here, and you sound crazy. They can hear you through the phone. The girls are looking at me in the chair. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Can you calm down? You loud and screaming. All I'm saying is, if my wife come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm gonna come up there and raise holy hell at that damn place. I'm telling you the truth about that. Why are you threatening me? You are not coming up here. We just I'm coming up there if my wife come home with them thick ass long eyelashes again. I am. No, you're not coming up here. We just opened a year and a half ago. We are doing good. We don't need no drama from nobody. You need to talk to your wife. Fix your marriage. Don't come out here taking it Ain't nothing wrong love. with my marriage. The only thing wrong with my marriage is these damn thick ass eyelashes and they too long. You know, That's the Why are you why are you calling me with this? See, now I'm yelling. Because I'm calling because this is and where she got it? her eyelashes done. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then you need to talk to your wife. Okay, I need to calm down. I'm running a business here. What you trying to do? Sabotage me? What you work for the company? I ain't trying to sabotage somebody... nothing, but I tell you what, if she come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to find all the violations of codes and everything, building codes, and, and I will get you shut down if we, if we don't stop these long, thick ass eyelashes. Okay, Brian, I'm from the South Side, so mother you need to back up, because now you're threatening my livelihood. Yes, I'm going to go there with you. You're threatening my livelihood. You're threatening the jobs of so many girls here. What are you doing? You need to talk to your wife, and you need to back the up. 
up, and I am sorry to curse. We try to keep it classed here, but now you're making me lash out at from lash out. But you need to back up. This is my job, and people have jobs. What are you doing threatening to come up here? I will call the cops on you, and you will not be able to come up here, and we will not let your wife get her, her, her eyelashes on you. And you need to fix your marriage because you got some anger issues. Clearly, you pissed off at your wife, and you calling us threatening to ruin our business. Ryan, what is your wife's name? What, what my, is wife name, name is, my wife's name is Jamie. Okay. Does anybody in here know Jamie or do Jamie's lashes? Okay, it's like four girls raising their hand because everybody goes to somebody different. So I don't know who is does Jamie's lashes, but you got some anger issues, okay? I ain't got no anger issues. The only problem I got is my wife having some long, thick eyelashes, and, and they further out than her nose and thicker than somebody's mustache. That's what I got a problem with. Okay, you know what? Jamie just needs to leave your ass because if you got an issue, call her. Why are you calling us? It's I'm calling the people that, that put the, Why wouldn't I call the people that put the thick ass eyelashes on? Why wouldn't I? Well, first of all, you need to talk to Jamie and send her up here. We're going to tell her that to leave your ass, first of all. Second of all, I don't. I cannot help you. You are interrupting my grinding, okay? You are interrupting our grinding. And we got a business going here. What is your problem? Can't you go do some work? Go and talk to your wife and fix your marriage. You know, what? you know what? You know what? I, I tell you. I tell you. I tell you what, Bianca. I, I tell you what. You're not trying to fix. No, no, no. You ain't trying to fix the problem. I'll you be up there. I'll be up there, and, and and I will bring somebody that will shut okay, that shit somebody down. Somebody call the cops right now. Call them now. Tell them somebody is coming up here and they threatening us. They lash out. Call. See, they uh, three girls calling right now. So bring your little up here, mother. Come on. Come on. Bring it. Bring it up here. Bring it well, up let me here. ask you Come something. Is is, is 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 Carmen up there? Yeah, Carmen is sitting in my face right now. What is going on doing? How, you know him, Carmen? It's, Why are you asking me about Carmen? Where, where's, where's Carmen at right now? She's right here looking at me. What <laughs> What is going it's, on, it's, Carmen? Is she, is she laughing? Hold on. Yeah, now she's starting to laugh. What, is, what the <laughs> is going on? Y'all got me looking crazy at my Hey, shop. Bianca, Bianca, calm down, baby. Check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Carmen got me to prank phone call you. Oh, oh, my <laughs> God. Carmen! Okay, you know what? Y'all got me out here looking bad. I cannot. Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> Nephew Tommy, oh, my nephew. God. Oh my What's God, up, baby? You got away. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's up, girl? I'm just oh lashing God. out a little bit. That's all. I'm just lashing out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Nephew Tommy. I was acting crazy. Hey, Bianca, I got to ask you, baby. It's 2020. You got to tell the nephew what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The one, the only Steve Harvey morning <laughs> show. Always. Forever. I love y'all. <laughs> Lashing out, y'all. Okay. Lashing out. That was a twist. <laughs> you know we don't play. Uh-uh. <laughs> Lash the lashes. Come. Don't send my wife home. No more with these thick eyelashes. And they're too long. It's too much now. Don't, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. She better not come home no more. I look like spiders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you, your, your wife decides which one she going to get. Now, that, that's on her. I don't give a damn who it's on. 
You better not come home no more with these long ass eyelashes. Who you talking to? Tear that whole damn place up is what I do. Lost your mind. Well, when black people got their own business, they let you know how long they've been open, don't they? No, I ain't gonna lie. We've been here. No, you come up with some ignorant ass mess, though. I'm telling you. The hell you to call the eyelash You come up with some ignorant ass mess. It's really a talent to be that damn stupid. It's time somebody said it to you, nephew. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. And I'll be stupid on March the 7th in Dothan, Alabama. Come catch this stupid. I'll be there Saturday night. And then March the 14th, Montgomery, Alabama. I'm going to be stupid again. So stupid is approaching Alabama in March. Stupid. Yes. Coming down whatever highway my uncle said. I'll be there. Dothan, then Monday. <laughs> get ready, get ready. <laughs> Fool is in route. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, I gotta say yeah. thank you to uh to Memphis too, man. Memphis came out in droves this past week with Sad DL, Dion Cole, and Aww. Earthquake. This oh, it was awesome. Great weekend with them boys, man. I had a good time. So them some bad boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, I saw boys. the picture you sent out. <laughs> Here we go with that. All right. Thank you. I want to just keep Appreciate you focused so you don't get lax. <laughs> thank you, nephew. <laughs> I feel Coming like I had next. a Lionel Richie. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm for Lionel Richie. You know what? I don't like you. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. How you feel about that? I'm hurt. Good. I want you to be. <laughs> Up next, the strawberry letter for today. Subject, when being backwards and bushy collide, we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here today. Yeah. Buggle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, when being backwards and bougie collide. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 29-year-old black man, and I'm sick to death of my racist family. No matter what I do, I'm not black enough for them, and I need your advice on how to handle it. As a youngster, I was interested in the arts, literature, and I played, I preferred classical music and jazz. Their ignorant behinds always said that I was acting too white, and they forced me to play sports and listen to hip-hop music. Since I was a teenager, I've dated white girls, and I've dated black girls. Whenever I bring a white woman around them, the racist comments come out. I've always liked healthier foods, and I eat, um, uh, I eliminated uh, fried foods from my diet over 15 years ago. Uh, this was a huge problem. When I'd go over for Sunday dinner, because my mom loves to fry pork chops, chicken, fish, shrimp, everything. And Steve, I know this will make you mad, but I prefer pumpkin pie over sweet potato pie. I hate meeting my Mm. family out at restaurants for special occasions because they act so ignorant and they complain about the food. It's embarrassing, and I usually end up smoothing things over with the manager because I know how to talk to people. My siblings say I'm bougie and I'm sadiddy and... I think I'm better than they are. They tell me that I think I'm all that because I went to college. I don't regret the path I took in my life. Uh, I've asked my siblings to travel more uh, to get an idea. 
Oh, I did. I I don't regret the path I took in my life, and I will not stoop to their level and defend myself for the rest of my life. I've asked my siblings to travel more, uh, to to get an idea of how the world has changed, and at this rate, they may never change. But if I have to sit through one more fish fry or backyard barbecue and listen to the blues, I'm going to scream. How can I get my family to get past these stereotypes? I'm about to stop claiming them. What? <laughs> they they want to stop claiming you too, okay? You're just different. You're a little different. Every family has one. Uh, they don't appreciate you being different, and uh, you like to flaunt those differences in their face. You say you've accused or you've been accused of uh, acting too white because you like pumpkin pie over sweet potato pie. Well, I mean, you know, come on, uh, pumpkin pie. Most black people do like uh, pota- sweet potato pie over pumpkin pie. Uh, you don't want to sit through one more fish fry. Most black people do like fish fries. Most people do like bar- uh, backyard barbecues. Most people like backyard barbecues. And uh, we like to listen to the blues and all of that. So I, I think you both have issues here, okay? I think uh, you do a little flaunting. You know, you date the white girls you t- uh, and you take them around your family. What do you expect them to say? I mean, you know, come on, especially if you're flaunting them and doing that and talking about the, the fries foods and all the stuff that your your family cooks you don't you know i'm sure you're probably saying pork chops fries <laughs> you know that's what they eat that's what that's what your family eats that's what your mom likes to cook you can't be over there turning your nose up at dinner and doing all that stuff uh you hate meeting your family out at restaurants because they act so ignorant they complain about the food well if the food doesn't taste good you might hear a few complaints i mean you know if they don't like the way it is that you're embarrassed by them, all of that. Uh, uh, you may not think you're acting a certain way, but to them, it looks like you are. And for you to say you're going to stop claiming them, this is your family, okay? You're not going to be able to not to claim them. You may be able to put some distance between the two of you. How should you handle this? You just got to be who you are, but this is still your family, and you got to still love them and appreciate them for who they are, appreciate each other's differences. Steve? Unclaim they ass. Yes. That's how I'm opening this letter. Unclaim they ass. Free yourself. Boy, you finna live a life. Now, there's a couple of things going on in this letter. You're 29 years old. You sick to death of your racist family. Well, your family probably racist because they've been forced to be racist. Most people are a reaction to what has happened to them. But I don't really see where they being racist in the letter. I think they just being one-sided. I don't really see racism in here. I, maybe this one line when you bought the white girl over, but I don't know how your ass thought that was going to fly any damn <laughs> right. way. You know your damn family ignorant. You're going to bring the white girl up. You date black girls and you date white girls and you bring the white girl over around some ignorant-ass people. That's what's going to happen. That same thing happened when white people take their black friends over their white ignorant-ass family house. Ignorant-ass mm-hmm. people ain't finna stop being ignorant. Now, as a youngster, you was interested in the arts, literature, and preferred classic music and jazz. They ignorant ass always told you was acting too white, forced you to play sport and listen to hip-hop music. Now, that right there is too much, because I like jazz myself. Don't really give a damn about classical music. On that part, I have to agree with them. You are acting white with the classical music, because you don't know Mozart, Beethoven, none of they ass. <laughs> so, now, I agree with them with that, but that's don't worry about that. And 
But hip-hop, no, <laughs> hell no. I'm an R&B man. Since I was a teenager, I've dated white girls and I've dated black girls. Whenever I bring a white woman around them, the racist comments come out. Because your family ignorant. <laughs> you don't get in hell well when you brought the white girl over there. They ass was ignorant. Don't bring her home unless she use our comb. They, they got lines like that. Blacker the bear, sweeter the juice. Once you go white, you know you ain't right. See, right, all that ignorant ass mess fitting to come out. Then, you done, then you've always liked healthier foods. I've eliminated fried food from my diet for over 15 years. What? <laughs> oh, man. Hold that thought, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up Hair in up, let me minutes. back at this letter. After the hour, subject when being backwards <laughs> and bougie collide. All right, uh, <laughs> we'll be back in 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject when being yeah, backwards yeah, and bougie yeah. Here collide. We go. We got this 29-year-old black dude, sick of his family. <laughs> no matter what he do, he ain't black enough for him, so he needs your advice on how to handle it. So here we go. As a youngster, he always interested in arts, literature, and preferred classical music and jazz. I ain't got no problem with jazz. I love jazz myself, too. Now, once again, I said classical music, daddy is a little white for me. I don't really know Beethoven, Mozart, or Strakowski, or none of them people. <laughs> I don't know what the fifth is and the fourth and clefts and all that. I, you know, I like music with a beat to it. Anyway, uh, then uh, they told you that you had to play sports and listen to hip-hop music. That was stupid, because you ain't good at sports. Since I was a teenager, I've dated white girls and I've dated black girls. This ain't had nothing to do with you going to college. You was bringing them home in high school. Now, whenever I bring a white woman around them, the racist comments come out. What you expect? You got ignorant-ass family, and you're going to bring a white girl around some ignorant-ass people. That's what happens when white people take black people around their ignorant-ass family. Bunch of trailer park hillbillies. Now, you done bought them around these black people over here that don't like nothing but black. Hip-hop and sports. I've always right? liked healthier foods, and I I eat eliminated uh, and I eat eliminated mm-hmm. fried foods for my diet. What? All fried f- uh, for fifteen you. years? <laughs> what the hell you been eating? <laughs> now, I agree with you. I'm trying to eat healthy now, but I can't pass up everything. There's a huge problem when I go for Sunday you? dinner because my mama love fried pork chops. <laughs> Fried chicken, fried fish, fried shrimp, everything. Now, Steve, I know this is going to... Now, see, this is where he pissed me off at. Uh-huh. Steve, I know this is going to make you mad, but I prefer pumpkin power with sweet potato. Pay. See, now I know your ass is white. See, you would, I was trying to help your ass till you said that right there. You prefer pumpkin pie over sweet potato pie. I see why they don't like your ass now. Because you is bougie. Stupid ass like a oh, pumpkin nah. pie over sweet potato pie. I could deal with everything. I was fine with the classical music, really. I didn't <laughs> mind the jazz. I didn't mind the little literature. I don't care if you brought a white girl over to the house. But I'd be damned if you're going to sit up here and tell me you prefer pumpkin pie over sweet potato pie. Man, mm-hmm. turn in your damn NAACP card right now. Your ass is <laughs> out the race. Mm. <laughs> I hate meeting my family out at restaurants for special occasions because they act so damn ignorant they complain about the food. No, because everything ain't fried in the restaurant. Why do you go to these restaurants, these ignorant ass people? <laughs> You're an Italian restaurant talking about they ain't got no chicken wings. Hell no, they don't have chicken wings. It's an Italian <laughs> restaurant. 
No damn Crazy. chicken wings in here. It's embarrassing. Then you got to smooth things over with the manager because I know how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Now, your siblings say you're bougie and you sadiddy, and I and I think I'm better than they are. They tell me I think I'm all that because I went to college. Well, you went to college. You, you didn't expand it yourself. Now, I don't regret the path I took, and nor should you. I will not stoop to their level. You don't have to. And you ain't got to defend yourself the rest of your life. Cut their ass off. I've asked my siblings to travel more, to get an idea how the world has changed. At this rate, they may never change. They not ever going to change. They not trying to. Partner, they happy where they at. Yeah. And they like teasing you because you ain't where they at. But I have to see, if I have to sit through one more fish fry or backyard barbecue, let me tell you something. Don't come over, Steve. <laughs> Okay. Because <laughs> we ain't got no damn pumpkin pie, and I'm in the backyard barbecue. Every Hello. damn chance <laughs> yes, I get. I'm not going to stop barbecuing and listening to the blues. Now, I don't listen to blues at my house no more because I had enough of that when I was a child. I listened to the blues so much. I was the most depressed nine-year-old at the damn school. <laughs> I, I was in the fifth grade just going through some things. Little Stevie, what's wrong? Dun, dun. My baby left me. <laughs> What's wrong with you now? And now I'm broke. <laughs> and now I can't sit here no. Cause my friends don't want me no more. Yes. I wanted to get an A. But I done messed around and got a D. And now what I want to know is what the hell you want from me? I'm just a badass student. I can't make it if I try. No, no, hell no. I'm just a bad ass student. I bet she always wondered why. Now, how can I get my family to pass these stereotypes? Take your ass pumpkin pie over there when you go. And every time they cut the sweet potato pie, you take it, slide it off, and put your pumpkin pie on it and sit there because it damn near looked the same. Now, here's another <laughs> suggestion. Quit taking them white girls over them ignorant-ass people's house because they not going to get it. And when they playing mm. hip-hop, your ass is listening to jazz. Okay, okay. And enjoy yourself. And next time your mama fry some pork chop, rake the skin off and eat the little fucking little grilled pork chops. And it ain't going to taste as good. (laughs) Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Hell, you don't like sweet potato pie. Man, get your turn in your damn card. (laughs) On Instagram and Facebook, don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, the stripper who fell off the two-story pole, is speaking out after having her mouth wired shut. We'll talk oh. about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Janae Sky, remember the stripper who plummeted 15 feet off a pole uh, last week? She was yeah, I saw that. Gentlemen's Club, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she says the ordeal has forced her to get out of the stripping game altogether. Uh, she came tumbling down. Won't he she do let- it? 
Yeah, yeah really. She Maybe that was inappropriate. She landed on her face, but we did all see her handle it like a pro. This was the crazy part. She fell down, got right back up, continued to twerk. It kept kept twerking. Yeah. Uh-huh. She With a broken dancing. jaw. Yeah, yeah. She, she had some I'd have rolled off that damn stage out on that front row of people. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she, she had some serious yeah. injuries. She, yeah. She she was on the uh, Wendy Williams show last week. She said that her jaw is wired shut, uh, that her fall was a blessing in disguise because it forced her to stop stripping and uh, go to school to be an esthetician, you know? An uh, esthetician? Yeah. 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 She want to work at a damn funeral home for. I didn't say a what? mortician. Mortician? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I did what? What did you just say? What? <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. They're right there. I thought, I thought that's what that was. You thought it was a You know what esthetician is, huh? Uh-uh. Huh? It's, she wants to be an esthetician, okay? That's the person well, who like, deals uh, with your skin. Hair? Oh. No, huh? not a beautician. That's a beautician! Well, if you work at the funeral home, don't you got to do their hair? Yes, you do, oh. sir. How are you our leader? How, how is this? This is hey. when Tommy gets really mad at you, Steve. Hey, hey, Moments yeah. like this. Yeah. Hey, I'm mad at him, too, right now, Tommy. I hey. am. I'm mad. Yeah, if, you've ever, if you've ever gotten a facial, I mean, like a professional facial and stuff. Yes. Actually, it's, it's administered by an esthetician. Esthetician. <laughs> So we're grateful that she's able to go oh, to school. I'm so glad that little girl, yeah. all right. Yeah. Well, but yeah. you know, she's I mean, a beautiful girl too. Very but you know, she girl. said yeah, it was woman. a blessing in disguise. Maybe she realized it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, she yeah. God got a way of getting your attention now. All you got to do is listen. He fires shots over our head all the time. Mm-hmm. The first one is he fires shot over your head. Then if he don't get your attention with that, the next shot he fire, he take a little bit of meat off your ear. And then if you don't listen to that, that next shot is in your teeth. And then oh that's when. Oh, oh, but see, but he never unjustly allows you to fall. He he gives oh, you, you get several yeah. warnings before the big drop come in your life. Mm-hmm. And I he's think that's what I've learned. Now. He has oh, to get your attention. Oh, my goodness. He yeah. He's done it to me. He's warned me, and I didn't listen. Mm-hmm. Then, then when he mm-hmm. fired that wolf in the teeth, I got it. So right, congratulations well, to the young sister. Yeah, Janae yeah. Sky is her name. Uh, coming up mm-hmm. at the top of the hour, today's office topic, should you ask before reclining your seat on a flight? Hmm. We'll talk about Hell that no. right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Late last week, uh, the Internet caught fire with a debate starting video. It showed a man that was punching and shaking the seat of a woman who dared to recline her seat during a flight. Uh, Even more than the annoyance of the guy disrupting her seat was the fact that the flight attendants appeared to be siding with the guy by apologizing, giving him a free drink and warning the lady to stop being disruptive even though this all went down on an American Airlines flight. The CEO of Delta, Ed Bastain, or Bastian, has weighed in on the issue. He says the airline has uh, been testing out flights with a reduced number of reclining seats and seeing the results that came from that. As for the proper protocol, uh, Bastian says a passenger has every right to recline, but should ask the person sitting behind them if it's okay first. I've never had that happen. Why I got to ask him if it's yeah. okay if that's my seat? Right. 
Exactly. I'm going to recline my seat. seat. Right. Do you know how many times we've flown with people's mm, yeah. heads in our laps, basically, from from being in from front reclining. of us? Yeah, from reclining. This yeah. is craziness. Hey, man, lean your seat back. But I tell you what you're not finna do. What? You're not finna mm. kick and shake my chair the whole flight. Oh, absolutely. Nah. Uh-uh. No, I'm no, whooping your ass. Yeah. And what was wrong from with the first class case? all now, the way back Now, let me ask you a question. Is there any video of this? I think there is yes. video. Yeah, yes. yeah, there's okay. video. Over, can over, I, over can I ask the back you a question? Uh-huh. What was the color of the people involved? They were all white, Steve. Silence. What? What's what's yeah. happening? What? You, you process. Now did you know that? Seats were blue. Did you need to know that? I mean, <laughs> what are we talking yeah. about here? The airline was American. Yeah. American Airlines. And what? they paid what? for it with green money. Exactly. <laughs> Just what I figured. Uh huh. Well, no, that would have. Yeah, that would have. Let me ask you this though, oh, I because they're you, saying. I promise you, this escalates. But you know how when you sit that very uh-huh, last row, uh-huh, now you know yeah. those seats don't recline back at all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so now you got somebody <laughs> in that row that puts their seat back in your lap. I uh-huh. think that the, I think they yeah. should ask because your you know seat what I doesn't think? recline. I think that oh, for, I agree with you. That back row, I've been on that back row before in the that middle. That back seat. row is tough. And now tough what you thing. can't do is lean into me. I ain't got nowhere to go. And I'm back here in this damn bathroom <laughs> door opening up every now and then. And whatever's in there That's come out with the people. So what you, you cannot lean into me, homie. So they need to restrict the movement of those last two rows. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The I row agree. that can't lean back, the person in front of them can't lean back into them. Because there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere. I yeah. think that is. Okay. But I don't know if you should ask a person, can you lean back? Because you don't know how these people, suppose they say no. What I ain't asking sleep? nothing. Yeah. What if they're, you know. Right. On. I'm reclining. Right. But you know what, though? Really, man, uh, these airlines are making so much money. You know, I mean, they're making money. I, I just think that they have the extra economy role should be just for every role. You know that that extra leg space row that you can pay for? Yeah. What they call it? Mm-hmm. Extra something? Uh, uh, extra leg room or economy yeah, plus economy or whatever. Plus. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, economy plus ought to like be that. throughout the airplane. Yeah. yeah. To tell you the truth. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They don't I, care. They just want your they money. They don't care about nothing. <laughs> If, if, if you can if you can oversell all these tickets that then you got seats you shouldn't be allowed to do that that's the biggest thing yeah. you got you got 200 seats and you can sell 250 and that's cool get out of here man if the airlines go well, because people know shows in the airplane but that don't matter they would. if you go if me and you go to the basketball game they're not finna sell that extra seat just because me and you I'm ain't make it saying, to the game that's why they do it because right, they have but people they that have don't right to catch their flights oh yeah well now you guessing on who ain't going to come. All right. Uh, <laughs> Dumb. And if you can Secret hear me, I'm whooping your ass attitude. when I recline my seat if you Let got a problem. You hit the, back of, hit the back of Tommy's seat and yeah. see if Delta don't bring this thing on down. We gonna be, it's going to be a special landing. I'm going to punch off. the All back right. of your seat. More, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. And some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we all know the Internet is a wonderful place. It allows you to find items that you absolutely do not need but absolutely want. 
uh, for instance, like a dog collar that will spit out curse words every time your dog barks. <laughs> you may not what? you may not need that, but it might be a want on your list. A company That'd be called some funny mess right there. Yes. <laughs> That'd be funny to me, man. A company, Steve, called uh, Mischief, M-S-C-H-F, has come up with this idea, and they're selling these collars for just $60. The dog collar simply fastens around your dog's neck, and every time your dog barks, it shouts out a curse word. The company Mother- says... <laughs> the collars, company says the collars are currently sold out. <laughs> They're sold out already, but you can sign up for details on how or, you too. Uh, on, or when the next shipment will be ready. <laughs> More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news oh, oh, coming at Keep these fuck-ass neighbors away from him. Oh, oh, oh. Here come this stupid-ass mailman. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Finding out a secret about someone's spouse is always a tricky situation. And one woman is now wondering whether or not she should tell her best friend the scandalous thing she just discovered about her husband. Now, Steve, this woman is from New York City. She sent us this story from the Internet, and she is asking for a friend. Ha, 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 quote, quote, you know, those air quotes. Air quotes. Uh, she's asking for a friend who might be in a similar situation. A woman was recently at a prenatal doctor's appointment when she saw her best friend's husband there with a very pregnant woman. God. She notes, uh-huh, by their actions, they were definitely a couple, okay? Uh, she adds, I was shocked when I saw him and I regret not speaking to him now and wonders uh, whether she should tell her best friend what she saw. Now, I, I know I already know what you're going to say, but what do you think this woman should do? Or uh, have you ever caught a friend's spouse in a compromising situation? Yeah, hell Did yeah. You? But see, here's see here's what probably happened. This is probably what happened. Not just, this, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. This all this is. He took his cousin to the doctor because she needed a ride. Oh, oh, she and, was his cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, yeah. Did you hear the part when I said they, by their actions, they were definitely a couple? You mm. can hold your cousin's hand and pat it and be supportive. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, and listen for the baby to with kick. with your cousin? Uh-huh. Well, you got it. You know, he kicking. <laughs> oh, let me hear it. Put your head on the stomach. That's probably yeah. all that was right oh, there. Of your cousin. <laughs> you going to need yeah. a better lie, dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or he can just go and just kill himself right now. <laughs> there were <laughs> options he got. You, you got you, you got the sell his cousin story. <laughs> oh, you got to go on and start killing yourself because mm-hmm. this right oh my here. Goodness, Steve. <laughs> or scrape up some money and give it to this best friend so she can be quiet. Stop. Oh, hush money. The payoff. Yeah, oh. hush money. Okay. Mm. You get her about mm. fifty thousand in her hand real quick. Okay. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Don't ever me. say nothing ever ever. Yeah. Oh, so you ever, mean ever. pay her for the rest of her life? Her <laughs> life. life as quiet be as quiet. a church mouse. <laughs> Oh, man.
So should she tell her friend, though? No. Nah, I'm not telling Tell your friend for what? Because the woman was pregnant. You saw her husband mm-hmm. at the doctor's office with another woman. Yeah. Well, so y'all was, ladies, what would y'all do? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know, I'm going to tell you. You know, I'm going to tell you. not my business. Nope. You going to tell it, Carl? FaceTime at the doctor's office. <laughs> God, girl. God, uh-uh. It's not my business. <laughs> as soon as I see you on your phone, I'm snatching your damn phone, running out of here. Because <laughs> you already know. But right you ain't going to be calling nobody. Right, not right now, you not. If I, if I see Carla at a doctor's office, I just pull a gun out and rob the place. <laughs> oh, goodness. Coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, the last break of the day. Yeah. It's the last break of the day. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) There you go. It's been a good day. (laughs) Good day. Um, Yeah, good uh, Tuesday. yeah, Yeah, very good, yeah. We had fun today. Mm-hmm. Hope you did, too. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us, as always. We appreciate the business. And, uh, Steve, you're up next. Closing remarks. Yeah. Here we go. Hey, you know what? This is today. Uh, I was working out last night, and it this prompted this closing remark. Uh, a young guy that works for me says, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm not in the best of shape. That's not what this is about. This is about me just my determination and discipline when I start something. And he said, uh, Mr. Harvey, you're really, really disciplined. I, I can't believe you're working out like that. And I said, well, I'm trying to accomplish a goal. He said, but we were talking earlier and you said you were tired. I said, yeah, but my trainer showed up. So once he shows up, I got to go. He said, well, Mr. Harvey, you could have easily just sent him home. I mean, you had a full day. I said, no, he was here. He said, well, but you you paying him. You, he gets paid whether you work out or not. I said, yeah, but I just, I can't say I can't. He said, what do you mean by that? I said, well, I, I don't know how to say I can't. He said, you don't know how to say you can't. I said, no, I don't, I don't know how to quit. I don't, I don't, I don't know how. Once I, once somebody challenges me, I, I don't know how to say I can't. He said, "Really?" I said, "Yeah, I've, I've practiced that for a number of years." He said, "Do you attribute that to your success?" And I said, "Absolutely." And so when I said that, I said I was going to share something with you all this morning about becoming successful. And it's real simple what I got to say. And here it is. You have got to find a way to never quit. Did you hear me? It's really what it all is going to come down to eventually. All of us must find a way to never quit. You must find something that will not allow you to give up. See, the only way you'll reach any eventual goal that you have, and that's any one of them, is you have to never quit. You have got to find a way 
something in you and for all of us is something different but you have got to find that thing that motivates you to where you will not quit i don't what what is your motivation what is the thing that you can say to yourself that will keep you pushing what is the saying what is the saying there are sayings out there the victory isn't given to the swift but to him that endure to the end there are saying you know winners never quit you know don't stop till you drop you know the hustle is real the grind the dream is absolutely free the hustle is sold separately you got to find something man you got to find the motivation of saying maybe you need a role model maybe you need to find somebody that you look up to that has accomplished something and you patting yourself after them maybe you got to find some quote somewhere i don't care what it is there are scriptures that motivate me you have got to find psalms the 23rd psalms you've got to find things in your past you've got to find something that has happened you've got to find inspirational stories go online and listen to motivational speakers who have found ways and ideas and philosophies and principles that prevented them from uh, quitting. You've got to adapt these things because the only way you're ever going to be successful at anything is you have got to find a way to never quit. I'm sorry. It's the key to the whole thing. If you quit, you'll never know. You have got to find a way. You've got to find that relatable person, that somebody that says something somewhere online that gave you the idea that, hey, maybe I can do it too. Somebody somewhere that said something, and it's on YouTube, it's on Facebook. Somebody has said something, man, about they were thinking about stopping and quitting, and something caused them to go on. You need to find those people. Maybe you got to find a hero, man. Everybody should have somebody that they look up to in their life that they admire, whether you knew them personally or not. Martin Luther King, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, you know, Vernon B. Jordan, Rosa Parks, Frederick Douglass. I, the, the list is endless of people that you can come up with. There's heroes everywhere in sports, in, in, in life in missionary work, in religion, in Bishop Jakes, Bishop Alma, Bishop Gettys. It's people out there, man, that's heroes to people. Find you one. Maybe you need to find a hater. Sometimes you've got to find somebody that's a hater that motivates you. My teacher told me you were never going to be nothing. I spent my whole life trying to prove her wrong. Maybe you had a hater that laughed at you when you fell on your face and looked like you wasn't going to come back. I get them all the time. It's over now. He lost this. He lost that. Look like he gone now. Nah, 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 nah. I use that sometimes. Sometimes you just got to have dreams so big that not accomplishing your dreams is absolutely unacceptable. Sometimes it's got to be your imagination of what you might become, have, or hope to be that drives you. But you got to find something that will cause you not to quit. That's the only way you'll be successful. Those are my closing remarks. Hope you got it. You can't quit. Got it. Have a great weekend. It's coming. Drop it like it's hot. (laughs) Go on. Peace out.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 